podcast. Movie, movie, 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 podcast. Are you getting this? After Marvel hit it big with Iron Man in 2008 and created a sheer universe, many studios attempted to copy the success, most notably the one culminating in the failure of Warner Brothers' Justice League. But it was the Universal Monsters who made up Hollywood's first shared universe. Over the decades to come, Dracula met the Wolfman, Frankenstein fought the Mummy, and along with the Invisible Man, everyone chased Abbott and Costello. So naturally, if you have characters that have been in the culture much longer than Tony Stark and Hulk, you try to replicate it. And with that, you get Tom Cruise, Johnny Depp, Angelina Jolie, Javier Bardem, and even Russell Crowe to lead the way. The way into the new dark universe. Today we'll be looking at first 2014's Dracula Untold, a film that late into production had reshoots to fit into the new planned universe. Until post-release, after a disappointing domestic total, the film's role in the universe was downplayed and our next film, 2017's The Mummy, was positioned as the true beginning. With Tom Cruise in the lead role, Universal was expecting a much larger opening weekend than the $31 million total, an amount only $9 million more than the Luke Evans starring Dracula. The plans Universal had for the next few years of films were abandoned. Or were they? Welcome, everybody, to the Movie Movie Podcast, episode number 95, maybe? I don't know. This might actually come out before episode 94. I should stop mentioning the numbers of these episodes. I am your host, the Werewolf Tiggs, and with me, as always, are Count Dracula himself, Russ. Uh, I like your blood, bro. Frankenstein's monster, Peter. Uh, fire. Bad? And the Invisible Man himself, Alex. You can't see me. <laughs> no, that's John. Oh, damn it. <laughs> and we are here on an off week cast talking about the dark... I was going to say our favorite universe, but let's just say the dark universe. Uh, universe it's our darkest universe. It's a, definitely our darkest universe of the bunch. Um, it's It's been started, canceled, restarted, canceled. There's, It's coming back again, it looks like, right now. So let's dive into it with what was going to be the first in the Dark Universe franchise, uh, which was Dracula Untold. Now... Yeah. Tell us a little bit about Dracula Untold. Yeah, uh, it kind of, it, what, it came out in, what, 2014? Yep. Yes, sir. Yeah. Uh, and it's, it's uh, Luke Evans, who I guess people might Major know best. Star. Yeah, as the um, bad guy from Fast 6. Oh, right? yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, he's, yeah. and he's Gaston. Oh, Gaston, yes. In yes, New Beauty and the Beat. Yeah. Um, and it kind of tried to make Dracula like a superhero film. I'm very sorry. yeah, yeah. So he plays like Vlad the Impaler, and it and it oddly like has to then deal with the fact that he's an impaler and gives him like motivations for why he needed to impale people. Yep, because he it was, was taken away from his family. But like, yeah. and it's so funny because now, like, he like comes home, he like tussles his kid's hair and like oh, yeah. makes out with his wife oddly in front yeah. of his kid. So weird. And he's like, and they're like, he's it's just like, oh. Yeah, it's just, and, and so he is fighting the Turks led by Dominic Cooper, who is 
without character in this movie. No, and they do that thing that, that uh, by giving him eyeshadow that lets you know he's like vaguely Persian, aka because <laughs> it's Dominic Cooper, right? It's just yeah. uh, I, what was he in again? Everything for a little while, and none of it worked. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's just it's just a movie that just like completely has too much to do trying to tell its new story about how Vlad became Dracula and spend zero time on any bad guy or anyone else in the world. Oh. Yeah, yet, I mean... There, yet there's, there's, like, not that many scenes that Dominic Cooper is even really in. Yeah. Even, like, a lot of the fight scenes where he's, like, uh, I guess, bat-fooing all of the bad guys. <laughs> so we'll get that. Dominic Cooper's not even there. Nope. So, no. This has, like, point fight. <laughs> yeah, so, I mean... I guess that, if you want to talk about Dracula's power, I mean, this movie, first off, if I just can say, this movie is like very clearly made by, so made by committee. Oh, the oh, will have to have a page on this movie. <laughs> it's just, yeah. it's, it's completely, I mean, much like a vampire, it's completely soulless. Uh, wow. Well done. Nice. Um, but so in it, Luke Evans discovers a cave. Left. Uh, a cave that has Charles Dance in it. Sure. Um, and Charles Charles Dance who plays uh, the master, which the master vampire. That's a. I guess that's a, a thing. Yeah. Well, that... I learned some. You got to kill the head vampire. <laughs> right. Yeah, exactly. And then all so, the other so... vampires fall. Yeah. And Char- Charles Dance was going to be um, the Nick Fury of the Dark Universe. He was going to be the dude that like pops into all the movies and ties it all together. Let the games I guess that makes begin. sense when he says, "Let the games begin." Which what games? Yeah, this movie feels it tries to shove itself to be a part of some universe right at the very end, and it's ridiculous. But yeah, so uh, continue, uh, Alex. So yeah, he gets vampire powers from Charles Dance. Um, and so the one actual kind of moderately interesting thing in this movie is the fact that there's a tick, there's a ticking clock yes. where like he, he gets, he gets Dracula powers, but if he ends up drinking blood, he can never, he's stuck a Dracula. Right. Right. Like, like yeah. he can, he, he gets like a little Dracula, like Three vacation. Days. Three days to not drink blood. Which honestly, he goes through. He when he finally gets his Dracula powers, and he's just using again bat foo, and he's just like <laughs> calling together swarms of bats, and then backhanding people. It's a two thing a Dracula can do. Uh, he never <laughs> once, never once decides to drink blood. He's not like I'm killing all these people. This blood is going to drive me crazy. It's not until he's boning down. Yeah, he get he get, he's like. Of course, it's a you know vampire movie, so there's got to be a sexual element to drinking but, blood. Of course. But but this movie is not sexy in any way, shape, or form. No. 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 Also, the three days that it said that he had, it felt like three weeks went by and he didn't drink any blood. And I was very confused about the timeline at this point. Yeah, I didn't realize there was a day left until he was like, oh, when the, they're coming. And when the sun comes up, I'm fucked, I guess. I was like, wait, that's still a part of this movie? Yeah, I know. It's so but- weird. But it was kind of, again, it was kind of the only interesting part, I thought. Um, that, like, did, it, it was like a, this weird differenti- uh, differentiating factor that, like, oh, that's, a, that's an interesting twist on it. 
Um, and yeah, but it's, it's also like, I wonder which came first, like the desire to fit this into, well, I know which came first, but the desire to fit this into an overarching universe or the desire to make something that people who watch Game of Thrones would go see. That is just purely bloodless. This was cl- this is like right around the peak of Game of Thrones, and they were like, "We we gotta make something that makes people who like that work." Uh, so let's take Dracula, uh, Game of Thrones, uh, shared universes. Uh, that's that's that was the three different committees I think at play here. Because uh, well, to add to the Game of Thrones thing, like him and Dominic Cooper call each other brother, which so- they never really like. You would think that this movie would have been one much longer, even though it didn't need to be, and and maybe give us more of what their relationship was. I think his son narrates what it was at the beginning of it, but his son wouldn't really know it all that well. That's weird. It's weird. But do you think that would have been the crux of the movie, like their uh, brothers on uh, opposite sides of things? But it's really an afterthought, and it's really easy to do. I can movie cons- dumb. Movie real dumb. Uh, and, and this movie, he ends up creating a army of vampires at the end. Sure. Uh, spoiler. And then his as his wife is dying, she's like, no, become a Dracula forever. <laughs> and he's like, what about my son? And he's like, uh, he's fine. <laughs> So this movie, like, I love that he just kind of like, Dracula has no willpower of his own to do anything. He's just like, fine, I'll do it. Yeah, well, it's this weird tightrope walk where it's they're like trying their best to make sure he's a good guy. Yeah, no, that was the thing. And it's just supposed to be sympathetic and a good guy this whole time. But it's fucking Dracula. Yeah, but he's a good guy. guy. He's still Dracula. And then when it, in the little like kind of post-credity kind of scene... He, is he a bad guy? Is he just like regular Dracula at that point? I don't know. Like, I, we didn't get to see the games begin. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Because well, he found his wife reincarnated, right? Yes. I thought, was that think, supposed to be what it <laughs> Because she knew a poem. Yeah, oh, yeah. She, she remembered the thing that he poem. said. Yeah. Um, um, and because he, like, he uh, ostensibly would have turned her into a vampire as well at that point, right? Correct. Yeah, so I'm gonna say no. Wait, actually, I don't think so. No, I don't know. I really don't no know. because the, like what you have to if you bite somebody, they gotta bite you back. They yeah, yeah. Um, and we never but we never saw it doesn't mean it didn't happen. That's true. V- vampire rules are always. It's like wait no 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 no. I drink your blood first, and then no, you have to have some of mine, but not before. Okay, we. It's it's like such a weird transitive math problem. Yeah, I don't understand who how you become a vampire, how you get sired by somebody, who just dies. That's it's none of it's clear. None of it. Makes yeah, sense. but it's yeah. So as we said uh, earlier, so this movie kind of pretty much bombed. Yeah, and they quickly try to just like. Uh, push it under the rug like this isn't the dark universe lol jk um so then that's when the mummy comes around to be yeah, the- no. actually, 
has the universal uh, logo turn into the dark universe dark, logo which is i think the greatest logo that, in the history of movie logos period it's so ballsy this is the dark fucking universe you guys We've only made one movie that maybe we actually. No, it's just brilliant. They're it the it, it kind of, yeah, it totally rules. But like they they thought they like they put their like their feet up after this and they're like guys, we did watch it. the money we break. We got in. the money's gonna come in. We got nothing to worry. About. Holy, we pretty much just made the Avengers. Holy crap, the mummy. Yeah, it's so there's so that bad. famous. Yeah, so there's that famous Dark Universe announcement photo as well. That had the main sort of cast that uh, I'm sure Tiggs will post with this. So that's that's one, like what? No, he'll probably post some like Italian poster of Dracula Untold from 20. 20- yeah, seriously, <laughs> haven't you ever heard not looked at our posters yeah. before? <laughs> yeah, it's the photo with uh, Tom Cruise, Russell Crowe, Javier Bardem, Johnny Depp, and the woman whose name is escaping me that plays the mummy in the mummy. Sophia Botella. Thank you. <sighs> That was like so, the big announcement. So, like Johnny Depp as the Invisible Man, uh, Tom Cruise as a guy who's in the Mummy movie. <laughs> yeah. Um, it, uh, it, Harvey, it, Harvey, yeah, Harvey Bardem was going to be Frankenstein. Uh, um, stuff, yeah. And not pictured was Angelina Jolie as Mrs. Oh, Frankenstein. Right. <laughs> yeah, which was I think the next movie in development at the time. Yeah. It weirdly was. I think she should have kept her name. I don't know. <laughs> so, they, so they push this, and it's supposed to be it's a uh, Alex Kurtzman and Chris Morgan, um, who are going to be like the the I guess the Kevin Feig people for the Dark Universe. Kurtzman ends up directing Mummy, um, and, and it I think this goes, was the first time he wasn't with uh, Roberto Orci, like his little his buddy that they did the yeah. Star Wars movies and stuff. This is when they broke up, right? For a while. Yeah. He's like, I'm going on yeah. the bigger and better things. Yeah. So then he made the mummy. Yep. Yeah. And it's garbage. I, I love the hubris with all this stuff. Like it just it's really satisfying to think about well, that and then watch this crap. Especially yeah. w- like when you go and you watch uh, Dracula Untold and they're like, okay, we messed up. We went a little too small. There's not an actor in this movie that you really know or care about. So we're going to spend all the money right away. We want to spend $1 billion to make <laughs> these movies work. We learned our lesson. More money, big names. Let's go. Yeah, you the- solved the problem. The story structure of the Mummy movie is insane. Completely. So I'm, um, I'm gonna, I don't I don't know what you mean by that. I'm going to go through it real quick. It starts off with the discovery of a tomb while they're building like a tunnel, the tunnel from another tunnel from like England to France, right? Standard Mummy stuff. Sure. Yeah. Sounds like the Mummy and so far. And then we meet Russell Crowe's character, <laughs> and then he tells us the story of the Mummy the titular mummy and it and it plays almost exactly like the Brendan Fraser mummy story and then it's, we jump to Tom Cruise at its in his possibly like least charismatic role ever yeah he's just a dick he's he's awful so he finds the mummy with Jake Johnson who is awful in this film why is he in this movie so they find the mummy and then and then it's like 
so slowly becoming a mummy film, even though it's all about Tom Cruise at this point, and it's almost like actively trying to not have a plot yet. And then just as just as you're starting to think, oh, I get how Tom Cruise is wrapped into this. I get where the mummy is going to be coming in, where this is going to go. This movie takes like a 25 minute detour to try to build the dark universe up. Oh, when they capture when they capture the mummy and like I'm not sure how I'm supposed to feel about them capturing the mummy at all. So they're like, oh yeah, we're gonna embalm her and whatever. And people are like, oh, that's cruel. I'm like, yeah, wasn't well, that a mummy who you yeah. know like, killed a bunch of people, but, killed the baby, doesn't really yeah, want, doesn't care yeah. about you. We had a and baby, it's a boy. I'm like, do you want me to want her to get away or not? Because I can't tell by the way you're acting. And like, I get that now uh, Charles Dance isn't Nick Fury, and I guess Russell Crowe is. So good. I, no, nothing. I, I, what am I watching? Wait, so so, so it, it takes complete detour to do all of this other work and just ignores the plot of The Mummy, and it's like, oh, here's Russell Crowe, and he's Jekyll and Hyde, and he is, like, a monster police or something. The prodigium. Yeah. Oh my God. What What did that mean again? I'll get. I'll find it. And it's then, once it's done with the Russell Crowe section, it jumps back to being a mummy movie. <laughs> it's just. It's also, ridiculous. It's not a mummy movie though. Like mummy movies tend to be creepy. They tend to have like suspense kind of being built. Like <laughs> this is just a disaster. Usually. Yeah, <laughs> this is a disaster movie more than anything. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like, and other times it just feels like a Tom Cruise like shitty action movie in which little to nothing happens. Well, it's like they saw the um, and Christopher McQuarrie is one of the writers on this movie, and he's made oh. several very good Mission Impossible's. But it's like he must have been bored one day and was like, "Oh, remember when we made Tom Cruise run in sand in a sandstorm in the fourth <laughs> Mission Impossible? What if?" that happens in this movie. And, and then I'm sure someone said, but why? And then he said, eh, it looks good. And and there's, there's a scene where the plane's crashing and they shoot that just like a Mission Impossible movie. Yeah. Like yeah. where it's like, it's done just like it should be one of Tom Cruise's stunts. Right. To make you, to trick you into thinking that he's going to be doing something cool in Tom Cruise, which he does not. <laughs> it's also yeah. super weird because there's a lady in this movie that like, in the first five minutes, is just like a joke that he like effed her and stole stuff. Wait, uh, <laughs> Which yeah. does not. I mean, this movie came out three years ago. Didn't Times Up start already? <laughs> um, and also, was this the same year as Suicide Squad? This was after Suicide Squad. Because it's so because she looks kind of a lot like the Enchantress, right? Uh, What's her name? She does. She's on that. That she's on Peaky Blinders, actually. Oh, um, yeah. That was actually a pretty solid reaction, but a bad interpretation. So no points. I'm not giving or taking away. Uh, As I said, this movie tries to be six movies and fails to be a movie in and of itself. Because, like, as I said, like it injects this Tom Cruise formula that doesn't work, and then it even ends with like Tom Cruise is like, "Well, I'm kind of a monster now too. I'm Tom Cruise. I'm gonna be in the dark universe." <laughs> and it's like maybe, and then it like it completely negates all of the stupid shit that Jekyll was saying earlier, where he's like, "Oh, we gotta kill you because you know whatever you're bad." And now he's like, "Actually, maybe we need monsters to fight monsters." And it's like, what? You're supposed to be so fucking smart 
and your entire mission statement just changed. I thought you wanted to kill monsters. Now he's like, no, monsters fighting now. <laughs> Oi. Yeah. How I get in here? Like, what a fucking dumb movie. Yeah. So, yeah, and then this, so this movie bombed, and they yeah. completely scrapped plans for a dark universe for a couple <laughs> Which sucks, because yeah, not too much I'll say The Mummy was dog balls, but it is entirely watchable in the lens of, like, this is bad, and I can't believe it was made. Yeah, I, I think that it is... I, I could watch The Mummy more than I could ever watch Dracula Untold. Like, I... Yes. I, oh, I, yeah. In, in one night, I can't tell you a single thing that really happened in Dracula Untold. I've just, you just gotta skip like ten to fifteen minutes of Mummy, and it's a good bad watch. It's like sit around and watch it. Dracula Untold. I don't think you would be able to have a fun scream at it screening because people would be like, "Turn this shit off, I'm bored." <laughs> and and a lot of the crazy stuff, like the crazy Tom Cruise stuff in the Mummy, comes from him, right? Like, wasn't that his edict that like? Yeah, yeah. He he, to... he was like very hands on as a producer. Um, but it's like, it's clear everyone was very hands-on, and what you get at the end is not a Mummy movie, not a Tom Cruise movie, not a shared universe movie, not, like, you get, no, and not a horror, not a horror or thriller at all. Like, you get, you get none of the things you wanted to get. Yeah. It's like the worst kind of buffet ever. Yeah, so everything falls apart from here. Um, but as people should know, and as we talked about on a previous episode, uh, the Invisible Man happens this year. Yes, and they which do is a part it right. Yeah. So is is the story that Jason Blum kind of came up to them? And was like, hey, can I do stuff with these monsters? Yeah. I'm not, I'm not making a shared universe. I just want to yeah. play around and like let's do director driven stuff. Let's make good movies with these characters. Who cares? Let's just play. Yeah. Yeah, and and I think that that's. The a really good uh, melding of production universe and characters, uh, because the characters are they clearly work. They've worked for like a hundred years, yeah. and Blumhouse all knows how to tell interesting stories with very minimal budgets. So I think that whatever his pitch was to get Invisible Man off the ground as like a as a story driven thing first. I think that that's like the best possible place they can go with the rest of these movies. And in my eyes, never be a shared universe. Just have a shared ethos. Yeah. And that's the thing. We're going to be good movies. These monsters have been in like the public collective knowledge for so long that like with Dracula until we don't need a story about how Dracula became Dracula. It doesn't matter. Uh, We don't need one about like why this is now the mummy. No, we, we know that an invisible man exists. Let's see someone encounter that that's all we need right and it's like you gave us dracula untold right as we were like already two to three years into our origin story fatigue yeah which makes no sense so i think invisible man perfect like just do that and i think they're starting to figure that out i think so what else is uh, what's on the docket right now a bunch of stuff, and it sounds like none of it has anything to do with anything else. Um, it sounds like, uh, as a couple, as far as a couple weeks ago, they announced James Wan as a producer on a movie that basically sounds like Frankenstein, but in more of a disturbia vein, 
where kids find there's like a madman trying Rihanna's to make a monster. There. Right. Yeah. So we have uh, Paul Feig is doing a film apparently called Dark Army, which, which is sounds yeah. like the Monster Squad. It does. Yeah. yeah. Something like that. Um, there's going to be a Renfield movie from Dexter Fletcher, who did Rocket Man and cleaned up uh, what you oh. call Bohemian Rhapsody. And so written, the same movie written by Robert Kirkman. Yes, uh, written by Robert Kirkman and a writer of Rick and Morty um, as well. So who knows? Who knows? Like okay. everyone, everyone's clamming for a Redfield movie. Uh, yeah, seriously, uh, that was the weirdest character I think of this whole bunch. Is that yeah. there's well, a so- lot, and the thing is, there's a lot of characters. Like I'm surprised they didn't try to go back uh, and and get what's his face right, uh, Van Helsing from the from that which I think was supposed to be the first shared universe back with Mummy way, way, way back when. They've been trying to do this for a long time. Yeah, Van Helsing was such a financial mess because they built that tiny little town for that movie. Oh, that's right. And then they kept it up for months and months because, like, we might as well just leave it there because we're going to be back filming another one. We're going to be back filming all these different monster stuff. And they spent so much money keeping that open that when the movie bombed and everything stopped they took a bath and the crazy thing is like it it was it was weird because it didn't bomb so much as it just didn't it maybe even broke even but it just you can't spend that kind of money and then get a sequel like you need to generate some sort of profit which it did not do and it looked terrible yeah, and now the other interesting going interesting thing going forward for this because of they're just making movies. They might make multiple movies with the same sort of monster character and just say who cares? This is its own story because Elizabeth Banks has an invisible woman film. <laughs> and uh, sure, like and I'm curious yeah. um and like that might not have anything to do with the science of the invisibility in the Invisible Man, and that's fine. Yeah, it's supposed to be a, a reboot of like the actual original like Invisible Man character. So I think it would be more of the uh, you know someone going out out wrapped in bandages and like that kind of more classic Invisible Man vibe. Might oh, not even be a yeah. Um, and uh, Amy Pascal produced a, uh, possibly producing a Bride of Frankenstein. Apparently they kind of yeah. Not Apparently they gave like an open call. It was like, hey, Sam Raimi, John Krasinski, any monster movies you guys want to make? Hit us <laughs> up. Yeah, which is funny because John Krasinski flat out said, "I don't like horror movies. I didn't like them until I made one." Yeah. Um, Karen Kusama, one of the best ones of the last however many years. Oh, yeah. absolutely. Karen Kusama is making a Dracula. Um, That's a if you haven't. If you haven't seen The Invitation, check it out. I think that movie's fantastic. Oh, I did like that a lot. Um, yeah, I think she'll do a lot to uh, play with the overt sexual politics of Dracula. Yeah. Um, and that'll be interesting. And then the one we're most excited about, there's a movie apparently called Monster Mash, which is going to be a musical. That, you know what? You said we. I think you just meant me. <laughs> This is this has Russ written all over it. Yeah. Yes, it Looking does. Up, singing and dancing, having a good time, it's keeping their evil in check with monsters. Ooh, Monster, Monster Mia. Mia! Monster Mia! 
Can we bring back Fake Movie Friday? (laughs) (laughs) Yes, we can. Anytime you want. I'm surprised we didn't write that one already. I I think of all of these, the the James Wan, the idea for that Frankenstein of just like a bunch of kids hear something that's going on in the, in like their town and it turns out someone's trying to, that sounds so interesting to me. And like, I am so excited to see what James Wan would do with that. Because it, it feels like a more, it feels like a modern take on that story. It's like, I don't know how interested I am in seeing a crazy guy make a dead guy come to life anymore. Right. I'm, but I would be interested in seeing what a modern day uh, mob would look like as that uh, happens. Maybe you guys should see a little movie called I Frankenstein before you talk too much about it. It's like but I don't want to. Uh, oh, that, that's superhero Frankenstein, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah, but I don't want to sign last night. It is awful. That's a bad movie. That's a very bad movie. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So that's uh, a <laughs> that's the dark universe for you. I'm sure yeah. everyone's creaming their jeans about it. Uh, uh, part of me wishes I could see the alternate universe where it like we we got all these other movies because if they're anything, the quality of this. They would be hilariously terrible. Yeah, but I think Universal would have needed to make ten more Fast and Furious movies to offset what they lost on these movies. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. And I don't, I don't. As much as I love Fast movies, I don't know that I need one every year. Though I really did need one this year, and we're not yeah. getting it. And but now that we're doing all the streaming immediately, just, let's just bring back Fast. Yeah, but they already gave that a real a release date, so I feel like they're not gonna go back on it, um, which makes yeah. me sad. I know, uh, a lot of sadness. A lot of yeah. sadness. A lot of sadness. Well, oh. this has been our second off-topic cast that we've had in a while, um, or ever, for the first. And uh, I think we're going to be doing a bunch more of these because, well, I'm gonna. Ha- in times of crisis, I need a guidance counselor to tell me what's going on. Okay. Ways to get through this. So I'm going to hand it over to Russ to talk about this. Sure thing. Sure thing. Well, uh, if you're listening to this now, you're probably at home. And if you're at home, it's probably because you've been made to. Um, we are in a shelter in place and or self-quarantining mode for the better part of who knows when. Because of the coronavirus, a.k.a. COVID-19. So movies aren't coming out anymore. You can't go to bars. You shouldn't really go out. And you should stay away from people who are elderly or immunocompromised. As such, it's not like we're going to be going to the movies because we can't. Um, We're all working from home. And I said working in quotations, but you didn't see that because it's a podcast. And... I guess going forward, we're just going to talk about stuff that we've always wanted to talk about and didn't have the time to because we'll not see a new movie until they say we can, which probably, who knows? Universal's going to let us see some stuff day and date, which is kind of cool. We will do trolls. But we will have a solely trolling cast. Um, But outside of that, outside of Universal's generosity, we got nothing coming. Uh, But I'm sitting at home all day and I'm super bored and I would love to at least hang out with some people and talk bullshit. So we're going to give you bullshit podcasts uh, that are good. And we're going to do this probably weekly. No, they're going to be good. They'll be good. So we'll do this monthly or weekly. 
And if you have any ideas for things you would like for us to talk about, uh, email moviemoviepc at gmail.com or hit me up, movie movie podcast, whatever. Uh, <laughs> or Instagram, or hit me up on Instagram, Russ Incredible. I am taking suggestions. And uh, yeah, so that's it. And if you need somebody to talk to, I got nothing to do all day. So shoot me an email. Uh, hit me up on IG, and I will gladly get on Skype, Zoom, Google Hangouts. If you need a drinking buddy, I will do it because that's all I do now. Um, but I'm going to turn it back over to Tix to bring us home properly. You can find us on the web at moviemoviepodcast.com. You can find us on tw- no, no. You can find Russ on Twitter at Rust Incredible. You can find Russ on Instagram at Rust Incredible. You can find Peter on Letterboxd at Peter Smith, I assume. Yeah. You can find uh, I think on... my real name's there, but it's also uh, uh, Funky Vankman, which is a very old username. Wow, that's and an AIM name. That is a very old name, yeah. Uh, you can find me on Strava, Johnny Tiggs. You can... Alex, where can we find you? Um. Oh, God, that's a very good question. I don't know where you can find me these days. Uh, um, <laughs> you know what? I... I got you know here. That's my that is Think my about it. Let us know next my time. homework for next time. Yes. I'm gonna give you guys a place you can find me. <laughs> uh, Zanga just, is that still around? Just <laughs> start a letterbox. Yeah, yeah start letterbox. like a Goodreads or something. Yeah. All right, uh, Google Plus. Yes, but uh, no, no, uh, no pig pile for the foreseeable future. No anything for the foreseeable future. Um, so. Come hang out with us here and email us. Let us know what you want to uh, hear us talk about because we got a lot of ideas, but we could always use more. Um, so thanks for listening to us. Everyone be safe and be healthy. Uh, and we'll see you next time on the Movie Movie Podcast. Let Stay the games begin. <laughs> <laughs>